Hey, Bits Movie Lovers, this is Jim. Um, the reason we haven't had an episode in a while, one of the... Oop, look, there's a car going by my house, so I'm gonna uh, stop talking momentarily to... Hey, Bits Players Movie Lovers, uh, and, and Bit Players Movie Lovers, because the Bits Players are not a thing. Uh, this is Jim. Uh, and the reason we haven't had an episode in a while, partially my microphone decided to crap the bed it uh hasn't been recording well lately as you can tell from our last few episodes uh it's having a lot of trouble uh picking up women's voices it is not listening to women so i guess you can say it's stuck in uh joe rogan mode so that's why uh in this episode which we recorded in march uh before the oscars it had quite a bit of trouble picking up Kenny. She's featured a lot in this episode. She's not cut out, rest assured. Um, but one of the times where it failed to pick her up was actually when she introduced herself, said, Hi, I'm Kenny. So that's why you don't hear her in the beginning. Rest assured, she's there. And it also failed to pick up uh, the, the uh, three of us saying, Movies, movies, movies at the end. So that's why it ends with, and and nothing after it. Um, so uh, we do have a new microphone, so there's going to be new episodes soon that will be uh, flawlessly recorded for your listening pl uh, pleasure. So uh, enjoy this episode. It was recorded a few months ago, so it's a little dated. We now know who won the Oscars. Brendan Fraser won. I have since seen The Whale. It's terrible. I don't know what Chase is talking about. It's awful. But Everything Everywhere All at Once, the movie we're discussing here, is good. It's very good. And uh, you should see it, and you should listen to us talk about it. So, enjoy. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the Bit Players Movie Club. I am Jim. And I'm Chase. And uh, this is our Oscar episode. Uh, in which uh, the our special guest our, Oscar, our special guest Oscar, we picked um, everything everywhere. All why did we pick this one out of all the Oscars? Because it's, it, I think Kenny had seen, seen it. Had seen it once before. It, it, yeah, I get the feeling this is probably going to win. I, th I feel like it's favorite to win. Yeah. I feel like the odds are definitely in its favor. So rarely come across moments like these, but after watching this, I've been like irrevocably changed. Wow. This was huge for me. Okay. It's a hell of a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it deserves to win. I think it, this is. They all deserve to win. Every, every actor, every category. Like, I, I know it won't sweep it, but. Like, well, it doesn't have. It doesn't have anybody in Best Actor, right? Like, that's. Yeah. yeah, I don't just, think there's a best actor. That'll I, be Brendan Fraser, though. That, it'll be that'll be Brendan. That'll be. You, that'll be I, think gonna win, yeah. I think that'd be cool. I, I do. I do think I that would be cool. Kwan, Kwan wins best supporting actor. Right? Yeah, he's the favorite to win. I think. And yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis is all of us. So <laughs> great in that. Jamie Lee, you are all really of great. us. Mm -hmm. What? Are, okay, let me just look at the nominees. Yeah, Oscar. Because this is an Oscar themed episode. Yes. So. We gotta talk to Oscar. Okay, here we go. Top Gun Maverick, which great, is great my movie. my choice. Great movie. That's like, it's not my choice. This is my choice. But Top Gun, an amazing movie. Yeah, I keep telling everyone about that movie. I still haven't seen the original. <laughs> uh, women talking. It, don't see the original. Like, it's, okay, you know, I don't. Top Gun sucks. The original is so bad. Mm. Have like, you seen it's such a bad? Gun? Movie. 
Holy the, like shit. I hate Top Gun so much, and and Maver- but but Maverick is such a good movie. I went into it. Mm-hmm. I went to the theaters. I went into it being like, this is gonna suck. This is gonna be so like you know macho, like blah blah blah. I cried like three times during the whole movie. Walked out of there. I was like, this is what cinema is all. It is like Hollywood doing its best. It, it is, yeah, it's just a Hollywood movie. Yeah. Okay. Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. Women talking. Everything. Sarah Polly, Sarah Polly movie. Um, everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bed sheets of Ed Sheeran. <laughs> uh, Triangle of Sadness, which I have not seen. I'm in the middle of that. Okay, you should see that. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Fablemans, seen that. Yeah. All Quiet on the Western Front. <laughs> the Tar. Uh, Elvis, yeah. Elvis and Tar. So, not Avatar and Tar. Avatar. <laughs> but, but not Ava. Let me see how many I've done. I've, I've watched Top Gun. I've watched Everything Everywhere. I've watched Fablemans. I've watched Elvis. I've watched Tar. That's it. Five. That's pretty good for me. How many have you seen? I've seen, if you count uh, Triangle of Sadness, which I'm almost done with, I've seen. Yeah, you'll five. finish it. Okay. I've seen, I've seen The Bed Sheets of Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen every, everything everywhere. I've seen Tar, Top Gun, and Triangle of Diamond. How about you? Just everything everywhere all at once. Oh, wow. Okay. I've seen, yeah. I think I've seen more in the animated, nomina- the best Did picture of animated Marcella best. Marcel with shoes on? Marcel is so good. It's so good. <laughs> Showtime. It's not Showtime. Um, I, highly, I think I've talked about Marcel the Shell with shoes on in every episode. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, okay, my pick is for Top Gun, but... Well, this is the only one I've seen, so I'm I'm full in on everything everywhere. I think I, this this one is mine. I think morally, I think I, I I'm against Top Gun, but just on a semi ironic level, I want Top Gun to win. This <laughs> I think it's just a, like yeah. it's a movie that it's you want so to see in a theater. <laughs> the movie it's that you want to see in a theater, who yeah. to watch? <laughs> Definitely. Um, so everywhere, everywhere, every everywhere, everywhere, all. Of it. The shorthand it's E E A A O. E A A O. Okay, should we get into the like plot and synopsis? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so the movie starts on this family that lives in Simi County, California. Um, it's mm-hmm. Evelyn, who is a Chinese immigrant, uh, with her husband Wayman, who own a laundromat, and think life is not happy for them at all. Seems very stressful. It's very yeah. stressful and dark. And they're preparing for Evelyn's dad's birthday. The dad is James Hong, great Chinese, yeah. Chinese actor. And so they're they're. I mean, it's really the the beginning of this is just a big setup to show like this family's got issues and life isn't going great for them at all. Yeah. Um. You know, their daughter Joy doesn't necessarily get along with her parents and she's got a girlfriend and you know Evelyn and Wayman are accepting of the girlfriend but Evelyn doesn't think her dad will be so she says a bunch of really bigoted stuff about Mm. that or whatever yeah she introduces the girlfriend as a good friend instead of girlfriend and then calls her fat (laughs) (laughs) they meet up with Deidre who is Jamie Lee Curtis um, who is the woman behind the desk and they get into a fight and then oh shit hits the fan real fast um, yeah, well, all of a sudden her husband starts acting strange. Yeah. And so it gives her this note mm-hmm. when they're in the elevator to the IRS building. And all of a sudden it's like she's in a completely different dimension. And he's 
kind of acting as her guide um, while Jamie Lee is, her, her character is, you know, given some pretty bad news about the state of their business. Mm. Yeah. So she learns to, uh, she finds out that there's this uh, evilness in the universe called... Uh, What's the taboo tabooey? Tab- <laughs> That's not how it's That's not it. What it's called. It's uh Jobu Tapaki. That's it. Jobu Jobu. Yep. Jobu Tapaki, who is ruining all the multiverses everywhere. Um, and they decide that the Evelyn of this universe is the one that's gonna save everybody. And she's like, What the hell? No way. The Waymond of the other universe, who's a badass, is like, no, no, it's gonna be you. And then Craziness happens, and then you find out that Jobu Tupaki is actually their daughter, Joy, from another universe who um, got her mind broken by an alternate Evelyn and has all these crazy powers now over the multiverse and everything. Um, And then the rest of the movie is about, you know, Evelyn learning to work this multiverse system, um, reconciling with her family, Mm -hmm. stopping her daughter from destroying everything. Um, and then it has a really wonderful positive ending. And that's just like, I just glanced, I just went over two thirds of the ending of the movie, but like, that's like, yeah. how do you even start to summarize that? Yeah. I mean, I think, is it, be, is Evelyn chosen because she is like the most, um, non, uh, not extraordinary yeah. member of all, or, or, or person out of all of the other alternative yeah that's because they say she's living the worst like she's she, like if everything was a failure she lived every failure right. yeah and so the reason why she can defeat you know the bad version of joy who mm-hmm. is the antagonist is because she can use all of the other versions of herself mm-hmm. and jump through these worlds to defeat the bad guy where i guess all the other people all the all the other alternative all the other alternate Evelyns cannot do that. Yeah. yeah, right. It's a wild, very overwhelming movie. Yeah. And it's literally everything everywhere. Yeah. Right. It's so overwhelming. It's really overwhelming, but in a really beautiful way. It's yeah. every genre of movie. Have you ever seen anything like it? Yeah. Yeah. Ever. And I don't, I mean, I don't even know what to compare it to. There's no, you can't compare it to anything. It's just like, it, it's... It, it, it like well like it's just a bonkers premise that the movie completely follows through on like it completely had like it yeah. it doesn't uh, it doesn't take any easy routes like it it really like it sets up this really wild idea like which is just like the extension of her uh sort of family problems and business problems and life problems is this multiverse Mm-hmm. Uh, in which kind of all of her personalities are going through a similar thing, mm-hmm. and they all they they all go through it, and they all reconcile, and they then it's a happy ending for every single one. <laughs> and just like back and forth, it's like the I I loved every story though, like yeah, the yes. the the movie star version of her is just so cool. Um, yeah. The the hot dog fingers universe <laughs> where she, she's, <laughs> she's Jamie Lee Curtis is where she, she's in a relationship with Jamie Lee Curtis and they 
It's so, so good. good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. So, the, so one of the press interviews that Michelle Yeoh did was talking about the character of Evelyn and how she is just this ordinary woman and about the, this incredible story showing that every woman has the potential to be a superhero mm. like that, which I thought was beautiful. And that's kind of why I feel like the character of Evelyn was both written that way and chosen to be the hero out of all the Evelyns. Right. Maybe from more of a meta standpoint, but... Because you don't have to be this, like, extraordinary person to be an extraordinary person. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You don't have to have these, like, giant credentials or, like, a successful career in order to, like, matter. No, know? Yeah. and e even at the end, like, when she, you know, has this revelation that she's going to stop fighting, she stops relying on all the other extraordinary versions of Evelyn. Mm -hmm. And just relies on herself. Yeah. And her own compassion as a human being, which is, like, huge. So, I thought that was cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. I thought that was really cool. Um, the, that, uh, yeah, that the, uh, like, the most extraordinary version of her ends up being the most ordinary. Yeah. 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 Which is huge. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> this movie was so much. The whole this time I was just like, this is bonkers. I had to pause and, like, go back. Yeah. A whole bunch of times. Just because there was so much symbolism in everything. It like, just every single thing had from, like, like the, multiple the meetings. The first shot of that circle mirror with them doing karaoke. Yeah. Um, and then just like zooming in and then there's like another circle mirror in almost the exact same spot and there's all the, there's another circle mirror in the IRS yeah. building. It was like, oh my god, there's everything. Circles, yeah. Circles. <laughs> the donut. So the, don't, the don't the bagel the bagel the bagel yeah that's it that just that like <laughs> that image like that must have been where the movie started yeah it was like you can yeah. put everything I on put a bagel. everything on a bagel <laughs> and when you yeah, put everything like that but it's so it's, it's great so like but it's so brilliant though like when you put everything on a bagel like everything seems meaningless like <laughs> so good. Yeah. Everything um, bagel being the conduit to the destruction of everything. Yeah. You know? It's like um it's like Infinite Jest, but for movies. Did you ever read I've Infinite? never read Infinite Jest. It's just one of those things that it's like it just throws you every and everything's connected. Yeah. Um I can't I don't I haven't had the time to set aside to read <laughs> Infinite Jest. It's a crazy book. It reminds me of this movie. It's like too big for its own. Like you can dissect it probably till yeah. the end of time. Yeah. The Daniels were saying in an interview that they had the idea for a multiverse movie a really long time ago. Mm. Um, and they started getting more and more nervous as, like, you know, Spider-Man the Spider-Verse came out. And then, yeah. like, season two of Rick and Morty came out. Gotcha. And they're like, oh, they're, everyone's taking all of our good multiverse ideas. So they stopped watching. How far back that does stuff. that go in, in movies? Like, you know, multiple. Well, it definitely goes back to the Jet Li film, The One. Okay. <laughs> when was that? Yeah. <laughs> I was before that. Like, it's like, <laughs> that's like. Was uh, the Matrix like that? Is that what, is the Matrix like the really multiverse? No, it's like multi level. Like, it's, it's like the new, like, Grum, like, kind of like dream world, reality yeah. world, but it's not like. I feel like it really go like, superheroes, like, especially Spider Man. Like, Spider Man meets well, like, up with so many different versions. But in general, like, yeah. kind of, because there's no real canon, like, there's different, there's different timelines, there's different universes. Like, all the characters die in some, and there's. Yeah. Like, in terms of how this multiverse works in this movie, just like the rules of how it works, the fact that they took the time to ex explain it in the way they did that made it so clear. To everybody and then made it 
like it's a completely original idea about how multiverses work mm-hmm. and it led to so much comedic genius yeah. and it, it it's just like an, an incredible world building it's yeah. our world but they added to it in such a way that the world building was like cool so yeah. good and it's just like they rattle them up like what each one seems like it seems like a full and real and real universe, but they rattle them off like nothing. You know, it's so crazy too. Is I read that the there were six editors that worked from home. Yeah. To make this. Uh, yeah, at, at least I'm sure. Yeah. They filmed this in 2020. Like everything was in the can by March 2020. Right, and then like right like the day they finished shooting the day before quarantine started. So they they've been sitting on this for. Two or three years. That's like, but the idea of everyone working remotely, like editing, especially the editors, like you were saying, yeah. there's one interview with the guy who's like, I I just use like a 2017 iMac. That's this nice. with my wife, like also working from home <laughs> behind me. And <laughs> like, I took care I of the kid. Um, no, but that's I'm editing next year's best picture, honey. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, they, they, I wonder how aware. Well, I was, I was reading the, one of the editors who used the iMac, he was saying, yeah, like, you know, it's such a huge and weird movie that, like, he figured it's very good and it's these kind of weird things will find a small, very specific, dedicated audience. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what he expected. He didn't expect it to be, like, this giant you know, thing. Corn's wife knew it was going to be huge. Huh. She like knew from the very beginning, mm. and they they talk about it in interviews. How she was like, apparently, like this movie's gonna make at least fifty million dollars, and its first weekend it only made five hundred thousand at the box office, and oh it, now it's grossed seventy five million. And that's just from buzz and like yeah, well, not yeah, yeah. Like it it it's got like it, I mean it's it's got the uniqueness of a very niche movie, but it's it's really actually very mainstream enjoyable <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. The, who directed it who daniel dan the, the daniel the daniel they uh, daniel steiner and dan kwan so what's up with them what have they done uh their previous movie you know called swiss army man oh yeah yeah with uh, uh harry potter yeah i did not I like seen that it. movie okay i did not like it it got it, it it was very well received like people will people go to bat for it I did. I, it didn't do it for me. You know what they did do was the turn down for what video? Did they really? <laughs> the music video for turn down. The, the Dan Shiner directed a movie called the, I think it's called The Death of Dick Long. Okay. Which I wanted to see. Like I've been meaning to see. Like I don't. It, it look, actually looks good. Apparently, like I I don't think I don't think the name is a joke. I think it's just like <laughs> I think it's purposely like like it, it it's it's they just do it straightforward. I think it's a drama. <laughs> yeah. Um, I you know what was one of my favorite moments is during the fight scene when it turned to widescreen. Yes. yes. Yeah, I love the playing with oh, how long. Yeah, yeah. Huge. Because they got they got Michelle Yeoh for well, God's yeah. sakes. Like, is she a? Uh, well, she's legendary. And, I don't. She's in Super Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Well, yeah, she was. She was. Yeah, she was a frequent co-star of Jackie Chan. In, gotcha. Like, in those Hong Kong movies, cool. Uh, and yeah, and she was a Bond. She was like a Bond girl of sorts in Tomorrow Never Dies. Speaking of, um, I found out apparently the, the 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 fight choreographers were two of the actors, and it was the two guys who were in the butt plug scene. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. 
Yeah. It was both which, of them. They're brothers and they did all the fight for you. It's such a good scene. Yeah. <laughs> what was the budget on this thing? Uh, it's A24, right? Yeah. It is an A24 movie, yeah. Uh, $25 million. Okay. Yeah. So it is a success. Like, yeah. How much did uh, it make? Seventy-five. Well, 104 worldwide. Oh, no, yeah. So, Bruh. Yeah, it, it, yeah. So that's a, that's a success. Do you think they'll make an everywhere? <laughs> I don't know if you can go not. anywhere else. Like, <laughs> you can't put a more perfect button on no, a story like that than they did. You can't at all. Yeah, I would like. I'm interested to see what they do next, though. I know. The humor and everything too. Yeah. I sobbed twice, and I also like sobbed from laughing so hard. Oh, same like, with me and Top Gun. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Val Kilmer. <laughs> so, so, I don't even know from the first one, but <laughs> I know I should be feeling something. So, I mean, how does it end? It, it ends with, with. Well, first of all, all right. Look, this is my this is Kenny's love letter to Kihui Kwan moment, mm-hmm. and also Kihui Kwan, Kwan as the CEO in the movie star universe is a DILF that I would happily love to get involved with. <laughs> By the way, but it starts with his character cutting through everything. Like Job- Jobu Tapaki is convincing Evelyn that nothing matters and everything is awful, and she should abandon all hope and give herself up to the everything bagel. And then Waymond, her husband, comes out and is like, "Like, there's so much to live for. There's so much joy in all the small things. And you think I'm stupid for doing that, but it's a self-defense mechanism as much as anything else." And you know, then another Wayland in another universe is like, "Why are we?" fighting i'm scared and confused and especially in this moment we have to be kind to one another especially when we're scared and confused which made me sob that was the <laughs> first time i sobbed because yeah. like I've, I've never like just moments like that like that's why like musicals like come from away are like my favorite musicals just like humans choosing goodness yeah. in times of great confusion and sorrow are like my weak points or whatever yeah. so then evelyn you know, has this change of mind where she's like, no, I'm not going to abandon everything. I'm going to, instead of fighting, I'm going to start fixing and start choosing to help people. And so mm-hmm. she goes to all the multiverses that she's been a part of and she starts helping to solve problems um, that were in those universes. And even if she wasn't in that universe with them, it shows like they find how, like one guy is into fetish stuff. So she pulls out a ball gag and then his <laughs> whole life is made. And you're like, damn, I'm so glad he yeah, chased like his joy. Yeah. And then those problems fail and there's a whole thing about how like pro- the, even your solutions will fail but then she just keeps on finding solutions yeah. it's great and the, res- the resolution with the daughter was that like well it was about to end very badly between the two of them mm-hmm. and then both of the, well I, Evelyn kind of like she was just it was like a moment of total humility for her which then opened up her daughter to like yeah, yeah. accepting her like being like, yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, like you I, I too. fucked up. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, but I still choose to be here with you, and there's nowhere else I would yeah. rather be. Yeah, yeah, right. Than in this moment with you in this particular universe. Yeah, which is huge, and that's when I cried again. I think. Yeah. And then it wraps up with her. The family's working on it. They're they're happier. Mm-hmm. They're working through their IRS stuff. She still has access to all the multiverses, but still chooses to remain in her own. She vapes with Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh yeah, she does vape with Jamie Lee Curtis. I had no idea that that was Jamie Lee Curtis the whole time. Really? Yeah. I was like, Damn. Who is this actress? Well, I find her. 
from freaking Friday. You know what was cool too is the music was uh, the Debussy, like Claire de Lune, kind of like like it was just yeah. The music was amazing, um, and I don't know what the why they chose that piece probably because it's like the most famous classical piano piece ever but yeah i'm not really sure why they picked that jamie lee curtis could play it with her feet actually yeah, there we go that's it because her feet are not hot dogs no no <laughs> that, was, that was the point of wrote her thing she was like we have hot dogs for hands but we got really good at using our feet yeah. <laughs> just like damn <laughs> and there's so many Chekhov guns in this that all had payoff they all had Raccoonie? Randy Newman, by the way. It is Randy Newman as the voice of Raccoonie. Really? It's so it's almost impossible to detect. He's, <laughs> what? But he's singing in the in the scene. It's it's Randy Newman. That was such a crazy what a get. Pixar. Yeah, that's so wild. Small details too, like when they're having the bagel with cream cheese, and Wayman's Alpha Wayman is like, guys were destroyed in my universe. I haven't had cream cheese in like. Dairy and forever. You're like, and he's drinking the half and half. Also, there's uh, one moment with Joy when she was like fighting and she like had all these powers and like the mother was still hung up on like her being gay. Okay. <laughs> she said, she's like, I have all these like abilities and like that's still the thing <laughs> that you're hung up on. Like, she, they put her in for And she's like, you're, the world is so much bigger than us. I, I love that one. Oh, one of the two rocks. Two rocks. Two rocks with the Google Maybe Watch. I'll just on the screen. I don't know how I felt about the rocks. Maybe I, I love the rock. Okay. Uh. I don't like it, but I can see why it wouldn't resonate. I wanted to like it, but it's something about the, the dialogue it was a little mm -hmm. too like surface level for me. Like, what? This whole movie is like so deep, and then I don't know. I just. I got a little like. There was one point where the movie lost me a little bit because it was like, okay, I'm like way too overstimulated yeah we're and where it's like i i don't know in one of the little fights where it was like there were a lot of those. it was to the point where it's like if you're bombarding me with literally everything everywhere all at once mm -hmm. like I, that's going to become my threshold like that will be the equilibrium and then i'll get used to it mm -hmm. and then i like i'm gonna kind of like take a step back a little yeah. or i'll just get used to it so then it's like nothing becomes this like crazy thing anymore i'm just used to it being crazy so i think that maybe where the rock scene is like really refreshing is like it brings it back down to like yeah yeah else. um which was it, it was a nice really i wasn't crazy about like the some of the dialogue but like it was a nice moment because the whole movie is like exhausting yeah and then <laughs> they go so to, they go to a universe that can't sustain life so they're two rocks like the, right evelyn and, and enjoy right uh but that was my like that was my main critique of it was like it was just so much mm -hmm. and i don't know you get used to it after yeah. a while yeah. it's too much yeah i'd never seen anything like it. theater so that when it did become too much i could pause and then like rewind so i made sure yeah. i took it all in too yeah. at the beginning when they were world building yeah true I'm sure i put on captions too so i made sure i understood yeah. not, that, not that what they're saying is unclockable or whatever but i just wanted to make sure i was really yeah. getting it you know 
We haven't even talked about how much Mandarin they speak in this movie. They just speak in Mandarin and it's all subtitled. Which is yes. so <laughs> and they go back and forth. What a win for the Asian community. And uh, oh, like, and I, I sent you, did you watch the speech? <laughs> so good. Yeah. James Hong? What? <laughs> James Hong was amazing, but the guy who gave them the award, he was the guy who played Rock Chad in the Rocket Cooney thing. Mark Wahlberg was in it. That was Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> Thinking of something else. Mark Wahlberg gave them the award? Gave him the award, the SAG award. Which, like, <laughs> I was going nuts because it's like, the, like, this is a, this is just a breakthrough for Asian actors, Asian ensemble, Asian filmmakers. And Who should we get to give them to them? Yeah. Guy very notorious for beating up an Asian man. Yeah. <laughs> He's got skeletons. <laughs> Until he got blind in one of like, <laughs> It's won two Golden Globes, two critic, five Critics' Choice, a BAFTA, the record of four SAG Awards, yeah. seven Independent Spirit. It's swept. I mean, mm -hmm. it's like... It's doing really well. You think it'll win? I think so. I think it is going to win. Well, I mean, what's the other option? I... I mean, to be very cynical, you, you could say Avatar. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. If the first one didn't. Can win, you imagine being kind of... James Cameron, like, making Avatar, and then this movie comes along? Like, you know, think, like, I, I imagine he went into Avatar 2 being like, I'm a sweep. You know? Like, well, I think he went into Avatar 1 thinking he was going to sweep, and then his yeah. wife came along. <laughs> Who's that? Catherine Bigelow. What does she do? The Hurt Locker. <laughs> she, she beat him. <laughs> For best picture <laughs> and best director, the money can't buy you everything, James Cameron. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. This movie is like <laughs> imagine this thing just coming along, and you think that this is going to be your yeah year. To be dramatic about it, but this is just like everything I love about humanity in one movie. Like the the, the overall message, the 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 payoffs, the the cinematography, the love letter to. Asian culture and Asian American culture and Kung Fu movies and every genre out there. It's yeah. just like, this is a wonderful package. And I, like, I, like I'm changed because of this. We didn't mention that the, uh, Oh, the featured in this movie is the, is the star and creator of your favorite, your other favorite movie from this year. Uh, the Santa thing from, uh, no, no, oh, no, oh, yeah, Santa, the, the guy who plays Santa, and I think you should leave this. <laughs> I was trying to place him for like five minutes. <laughs> Where do I know this guy? Like, and it's the know, Santa. <laughs> you know, you wear the same perfume. <laughs> oh, that was great. Uh, no, no, I'm talking about Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate! With what the, are you doing here, Jenny Slate? Marcel. He's Marcel, yeah. <laughs> Featured actor ends up being one of the dimension jumpers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every single one of them. Yeah. Including Jenny Slate with her stupid dog. Yep. Like, yeah. the dog. Oh. Pick the dog. Oh my god. I gotta see this movie again. I Just feel like I case. see this, I say that about every movie we've watched, including the Serenity. It's a good Justice. It, it does have a Serenity kind of vibe to it. So he was um, short round in Indiana in Jones. In the Temple of Doom, and then he was one of the kids in the Goonies, and then he he. Oh, and then he was kind of blacklisted, or no, he was just not he's used just, like, at all. He's an American trying to get in the film business. I feel like I saw a clip of him being like, "Yeah, they used me, and then uh, they they didn't want me anymore." Okay, yeah, I didn't get any work at all after that. 
crazy rich Asians and realized there was a market, I guess, or an opportunity. The winds were changing. And so he, you know, put in an, they, they found him on Twitter or something like that. And he put in an audition and he got it. And he's, it's the performance of a lifetime. Yeah. And he did his own stunts with that fanny pack. Wow. He did that. The fanny pack was sick. He got that on the second try, that whole like. That was very cool. And then when he was doing the break dancing on the floor, that was one of the stunt choreographers in the outfit. <laughs> they're like, but they face planted Keith Wykwan's face onto the guy in post. <laughs> it's crazy. It's a, what's that face swapping thing that they call? A deep fake? Deep fake. And Keith Wykwan is having the time of his fucking life out there. He got to meet Harrison Ford again, and they had a whole moment. Yeah, they had a thing. Yeah, he's speaking out about meeting all these famous people that he never got to meet before. And she's like, I love this man. <laughs> He's great. I'm so glad he has a wonderful wife. Who is the guy that you think might win? Who? I think Kiko Kwan is going to win. Who is yeah. the other guy? Oh, I want Brian Tyree Henry. Is he in Atlanta? Yeah. 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 He's <laughs> He's great too. Yeah, he's awesome. I haven't seen what he's. In. I would say I would say he should be he would be the front runner if Kiyoi Kwan were not. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's my guy though. Okay, going back to the Oscars, you don't think that Austin Butler's gonna win? No, not at all. <laughs> Why not? Because Brendan Fraser, like, I, yeah, I think well, in another it's... year, in another year, you might convince me that Elvis would take home a few things, but I don't think so. But he was so good as Elvis. Yeah. I ain't. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> hmm. I get, like... I feel like this is Brendan Fraser's year. Like, this is, the, like, they're gonna give it to him because, like, of everything. Not necessarily because of that movie, but because of everything, like, uh, surrounding it. It's his comeback. Like, it's kinda... Yeah. Uh, I was never really a fan of his... What? You might be the only person in the world. It's <laughs> like George of the Jungle. No. 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 The Mummy. No. 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 Boo. The Mummy holds up so well. Like he was so, so like good. a kid, and I was always like, I don't know about that guy. That's what George of the Jungle was there for. Yeah, I didn't know about him either. Airheads. I think it's like, God, it's hard to find. I did love the whale. It was great. I didn't see the whale. You didn't see no. it? Oh, come on. I still think he's got to win, though. Oh, you guys got to see The Whale. What a depressing movie. It's so depressing. Okay. I'm not that, I'm not that eager to see it. I uh, hope he wins. You won't see it just for him? No, I, I would. You just but I'm not, I would watch it, but I'm not, that, I'm not that eager to see it. That's how I feel about The Mummy. <laughs> so you got the mummy is great though. No, the no, it's so good. Like it is. It's, I can't explain to you how well, like for a movie from 1999, how just fucking amazing it held, amazingly it holds up now. That's how I feel about the whale. Whale's from the His performance against Austin Butler, it holds up. It really does. It should. Chase, watch the mummy, or should you watch the mummy? <laughs> we will watch the mummy if you watch the whale. Okay. okay. Just text me when you do it. Yeah. Uh, well, whoever goes first. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you're a control group. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm here for the Renaissance, but I don't know. I'm Austin to win. I have opinions about best animated. 
Alright, well, yeah, well, best animated. Let's talk about that. Okay. Uh, so we have Guillermo del Toro, Pinocchio. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen, I haven't seen any of these. Uh, you got Marcel the Show. I've seen that. You got Puss in Boots. I haven't seen it. The Sea Beast? I haven't seen it. All I've seen is Marcel. <laughs> and Turning Red. No clue. Turning Red is so Mm-hmm. Oh, is that Pixar or Disney? It's Disney, it's Disney. Turning Red both win. What a fucking sweep for the Asian American community. Yeah, right. It's in Turning Red's case, the Asian Canadian. Asian Canadian, yeah. Right. But Turning Red is a fucking great movie. And the reason it's great and the reason I'll love it forever is because they address pads in Turning Red in a Disney movie. Pads? Like for periods. Oh, wow. They just straight up. It's what are these like a bait and switch because <laughs> because she turns into this like huge because <laughs> she turns into this huge panda, right? And it's, it's of course this metaphor for puberty, but it's it's off like you know it obviously could be a period metaphor too. And so the mom, not knowing that she's turned into this panda, is like, "Oh, did you get your period?" But she didn't says she didn't say that. She said, "Does the red peony blue or something like that?" So she comes in and she's assuming it's the period, and she's got a box. And she starts pulling stuff out, and it's like, you know, Tylenol, heat pads, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, yeah, Disney's going to do that thing again where they, like, bounce around the subject of the pads without ever actually addressing. They fucking pull out a stack (laughs) of every type of pad. She's like, and I've got pads. Overnight, daytime, scented, unscented, and it's just a pack, and they're all labeled. I'm like, what the fuck? This is huge, Disney. I saw a bunch of, I saw a few people from my high school posting on Facebook about how they should not let their kids watch this movie because it was about, like, they were just mad that someone else was trying to parent their kids besides themselves. Whatever. Mm. Watch Turning Red. It's great. Also watch Puss in Boots. Which I gotta party, see Puss in Boots. I kind of Puss in Boots to win, honestly, just because it's another... It's like that... Like the year Spider-Verse one for Best Animation. It was so different and so incredibly good. That like it, it's pushing what animation means in the animation industry, and that kind of shit I think always deserves to be. Yeah. But the Spider Verse one was huge. Nominations are already out. Oh, it's not like it didn't. <laughs> what isn't the cutoff different? Like I, I never I know, know. Like what the... I think it's it has to be. Uh, re- uh, well, I don't know. Do you I don't know. Did exactly. get another La La Land situation? <laughs> The, the, the where the person will say skinnamarink. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Because when did this movie? This movie came out almost exactly a year ago. Yeah, it came out in March, I think. March 11th. Yeah. March 25th. Yeah. And when did Skinnamarink come? Out? Yeah, it it it, it it hit festival last year, and it came out in January in theaters. Okay. If you Kwan has taught me anything, is that you have to hold out hope. I'm gonna make you Don't look at me like that. Make you guys watch Skin of Rink and you're gonna hate me forever. I've already yeah. seen it. You, you did you watch it? It was fantastic. I fucking love it so much. I've seen it three times in it. I was looking down for most Black. of the time in the theaters because uh-huh. I was so scared. But uh-huh. yeah, it was just like, yep, like I'm gonna. It. It's so good. I I I want it like it. It's so scary. Oh god, it's really scary. It's, it's so scary. They'll fuck you up. The theater was so loud. Too. Oh, really? 
They blasted it. There's only oh. one theater in Rhode Island that was playing it in Lincoln. Yeah, that's and right. They just cranked yeah. up the volume. It was like I almost put my like I carry earplugs in, and I was like, I'm putting them in. You know, it's jump scares, and they just like, yeah, right. It was like brutally loud. What a crazy so movie! Good. Oh God. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Fuck Maybe not man. next time, but Fuck that sometime. <laughs> Uh, do we have a game or no? I have a game. Oh, the, um, <laughs> so, uh, I think so. I was, uh, like, there's kind of a, I don't know, I, the, there's, it's kind of a trend that the, the movies that win Best Picture are often less significant than the movies that lose. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked through the list of Best Picture winners, and for the most part, that's not really true. Like, I looked at, like, a lot of Casablanca won Best Picture, like, West Side Story, Sound of Music. Uh, Green Book? Green Book, yes. Like, Green Book is a good example of, like, a movie from, a movie that years from now will be. Like, Like the cultural realm. Like, the cultural realm. Even of the era. Like, the 70s, there's not a dud in the pack. Like, if you look at Godfather, Godfather 2, The Sting... Annie Hall, uh, Rocky, uh, like, just like uh, all, Annie Hall one. Yeah, um, the, the, like they're all great. But um, so I, well, I went through and I found some Best Picture winners that may have kind of faded, for, like early at least have kind of like lost their relevance over time. So I'm gonna ask you. I mean, we're gonna play the game with those. I'm gonna ask you for somebody who, you know, same same thing. Somebody who's in it. Whoever, if you can name the director or what okay. it's about. So, for example, the 2011 the 2011 Oscar winner for Best Picture is The Artist. Oh yeah, it's in mm-hmm. it's in black and white. It's mm-hmm. about a pianist. Um, no, that's the pianist. That's the pianist. Yeah, the Artist is in black and white. It's in black and white. Yeah. That's, I I don't know if it's a silent film or not. But it is a silent film. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's the silent film about old Hollywood. Is Christian Bale in it? No. Uh, is the two stars are French, but there's American, like supporting cast in it. Adrian Brody is in. Uh, That's the pianist. <laughs> Who's the other guy? Vincent Cassell. It's not Vincent Cassell. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you'd know that. He's all I got. Well, I I mean it's like. I mean, you you know what movie it is. Yeah. Kenny, Kenny knows what movie it is, so that's 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 it. Uh, I think Jean Dujardin is the guy who stars in it, but uh, John Goodman's in it. Like, there's a, there's a bunch of yeah. What's it about? It's it's about like it's about like a silent film actor who has trouble getting work when sound comes along. Basically. And it's a silent film. Yeah. It's like singing in the rain, but. Hmm. But not not as good. <laughs> like, um, all right. Well, this is probably another easy one. The two two thousand five best picture winner is Crash. Wow, you don't know. You can't name me anybody who's in it. Uh, Ryan Gosling. No. Orlando Bloom. No. Wow, this movie really has faded. Because it's an ensemble cast of all stars. Oh, uh, and, uh, 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 um, okay. 
Hold on. Harvey Keitel. No. You're naming, every, you're naming like the five or six people who watched it. It's like... Um, okay. Um, who was popular in 2005? Johnny Depp? Yeah, yeah, like, not, he's not in it, but that's kind of like closer to who, like... Um, it's, it's the movie, it's a movie about racism. It's, uh, and it's Green like... Book? It's kind of like in the. It's kind of similar in that it's a very like pithy, um, kind of easy answers, like fable kind of like where it, it tells like it, it. It just tells a bunch of different stories all revolving around racism and kind of like it's not a bad movie, but like that there's a lot of like very like didactic moments okay the, uh the it um scott con he might be in it beyonce. actually <laughs> not beyonce um but don Cheadle, uh, uh matt uh, dylan ryan Phillippe, sandra bullock, sandra bullock michael pena uh i think tandy tandy way newton okay uh and marky mark most no, no, mark, no marky mark but yes ludicrous <laughs> Uh, most deaf Scott Conn. No, no most deaf. Uh, just listing Italian job. <laughs> Italian job. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ocean's Eleven. Not sorry. Italian job. <laughs> okay. Um, and future best actor winner Brendan Fraser is it? Uh, Never. So heard I'm, of surprised, I'm surprised nobody knew. Um, he played Elvis, right? Yeah, yes, in, in Elvis. Imagine Austin <laughs> Butler playing the whale. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I can't make fun because I don't know anything from that movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the 1996 Best Picture winner is The English Patient. <laughs> the English Patient? Uh-huh. Oh, uh huh. Oh, I'll take a guess. It's mm -hmm. a um, pseudo biopic about Alan Turing. Wow. It's, um, it's, uh, is Anthony Hopkins in it? Oh, uh, no. Uh, but it's the sort of movie you'd expect to find him in. Okay. Um. It's a feel-good kind of movie. I don't know exactly. It's it's a it, it's a it's a romance. I've never seen it, but it's it's at the close of World War II, a young nurse tends to a badly burned plane crash victim. His past is shown in flashbacks, revealing an involvement in a fateful love affair. Right stars, okay. stars Rafe Fiennes, okay, uh, Juliette Binoche, Kristen Scott Thomas, Willem Dafoe. Hmm. Uh, it yeah, like I it, it beat Fargo. Oh wow. Mm -hmm. Uh, Love that movie. What else did it be? Uh, uh, Ninety six. Yeah, it's a. It's one of the. It's a weird. Like it's very expansive and it's a. It's a big movie. Was Pulp Fiction ninety four? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, like that's nobody ever talks about it. Like it's one of those. Yeah. <laughs> um. From 1985, the Best Picture winner is Out of Africa. It's just Order to the Jungle. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not, actually. I'll make that my guess, because I'm mm. not be better. Um, it's 
Hmm. It's about someone who comes from <laughs> Africa. <laughs> they leave Africa. I mean, they eventually leave Africa. But kind of like in a coming to America way. Ooh, that's not what it is. It's definitely about white people. It's like Africa. It's uh, Meryl Streep and Robert Redford. Uh, it's incredibly boring movie. Okay. No, like, not not good at all. Like, okay. Uh, um, based on I think I want to say Isaac Dennison wrote the book. So what's up with this? What's up uh, with why are people choosing these movies? I don't like at the time they must have seemed like the thing. Like, I mean, but like that's... English Patient was like a big, like a big production, and so it was out of Africa. I mean, is it a political it's statement? Two big I mean, actors. Is it an optical. I think it's just a, like it's a big movie, kind of like, like when the Return of the King won, like mm. it's the big production, yeah. of the year. Yeah, in twentieth century century colonial Kenya, a Danish baroness plantation owner has a passionate love affair with a free spirited big game hunter. Oh, I thought you yeah. said big, big gay, gay hunter. hunter. Big, like, gay. Yeah. Yeah. big gay hunter. Yeah, big gay hunter. Turns of... <laughs> now that I want to see. <laughs> hey, uh, from 1983, Terms of Endearment. Oh, wait a minute. Oh. But I think I've seen that. Oh. George of the Jungle's kind of like. It's a and, and it's a white guy in a Africa. So it's a. Yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah. I was wrong. Um, They're leaving yeah. Africa now. That's not it. Terms of Endearment. This is an ensemble cast, right? Sort of, yeah. What year is it again? 1983. This isn't. It's not a Woody Allen movie, is it? It's not. I feel like I've seen this. In terms of Endearment. Is Jack Nicholson in it? Yep. Yeah, that's it. You get the point. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, um, Shirley MacLaine and Deborah Winger, like, as a mother and daughter. Okay. Uh, where, like, it's, it's kind of like a slice of life kind of romance, uh, like, the, the daughter and the mother kind of having, like, having trouble getting along, they reconcile, uh, daughter gets cancer, dies at the end, it's a tearjerker, like, but it's very yeah. funny. It's, it's funny. Like, Jeff Daniels is in it. Uh, I actually don't think I've seen that. Uh, J- Jack Nicholson is the guy that the, that Shirley MacLaine like, like kind of reluctantly falls in love with. Mm. Like she's like this uptight person, and he's this like freewheeling kind of like ladies' man. Cool, but she gets a crush on him, kind of. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, it's uh, James L. Brooks is the director uh, who um, produced The Simpsons. The like, Simpsons, he, so, yeah. Famous, more famous for its uh, score than anything else, Chariots of Fire. Uh, yeah, know. that's, uh, uh, he just died. Vangelis. Vangelis. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That is a beach. Yeah, Yep, that's it. I don't know if people know what it's about. It's no, about I don't know. They recognize the score. Uh, R.I.P. Vangelis. Yeah, like that. Vi- the the video of him just like with like chain smoking cigarettes as he's playing. I've seen that. Like, oh my god, he's a It's so good. Yeah. Uh, uh, Is it for the Olympics or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a post World War One kind of thing. Like, yeah. Hmm. 
1953. This, in my opinion, is the worst Best Picture winner time. The greatest show on earth. This is about Barnum and Bailey. It is. Yep. Yes. It is. It's Barnum and Bailey. It's a like melodrama set yes. in Bailey Circus. Yeah. Was there a musical? Is it a musical or no? I mean, the, the greatest show no, 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 is. It's not a musical though. It's the Cecil B. DeMille, and it's it's just terrible. It's bad. Like just bad storytelling overall. Like, uh, great cast: Charlton Heston, uh, Jimmy Stewart. But mm. yeah. Uh, finally, this is the movie that beat Citizen Kane for Best Picture. Shit. How green was my valley? It's about it's a romance mm-hmm. of star-crossed lovers. It, it, it sounds and, like one of those like um, what was it? There was something like uh, a, a picture that was nominated for best picture a couple of years ago that was about like an Irish immigrant in New York City. It, it kind of sounds like that. Hmm. Yeah. Green was my valley. Um, it's about. Uh, Woman who has a baby. She gets her pubes dyed. That's <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, it's, I guess Chase is kind of closer. It's at the. It's Welsh. It's not Irish. Oh. Uh, at the turn of the century, in a Welsh mining village, the Morgans, he stern, she gentle, raise coal mining sons, <laughs> <laughs> and hope the youngest will find a better. Life. I was right. He stern, she he stern. This is what I think. This is what the description says. He's stern, she gentle. He's stern, she he's gentle. He's stern. <laughs> Is it he comma stern? No, he's stern. He's she gentle. He's stern. He's stern. Yeah, it's a John Ford film. Uh, they uh, they they like this one better than the best movie of all time. <laughs> I watched that recently. Holds up. Citizen what, Kane. Kane. Oh yeah, what crazy movie. Holds up. Well One of those movies where it's like, damn, like they, it's all been done, uh-huh. <laughs> and it's all in that one movie. Exactly, it's so ahead of its time. It's yeah, crazy. Have you seen Citizen Kane? No. It's so fucking crazy. Is that, that's not Rosebud, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's Rosebud. Yeah. All right. Um, well, Kenny's choosing the next one anyway. So, do do you know what you want to do next time? Yeah. Yeah. I think I would like to do Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Uh, it's high time I watched that again. I've never seen it. I haven't either. And I, it's been on my list for a really long time. And I feel like after seeing this and talking about it again, I was like, I think this is the time. Cool. Right. Nice. I, th- I think that's, I think this is the one. Nice. Yeah. Well, let's wrap it up. All right. Uh, this has been the Bit Players Movie Club. Uh, join us in a couple weeks where we will talk about Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and also uh, by request of Carl, uh, what uh, Car- Car- Carl's next choice for us to do when he's, when he's here again is going to be score a hockey musical. Uh, I think I, I, well, I think we should get together and do a watch along. It'll be fun. Happy birthday, Carl! Happy birthday, Carl! Bye, Thanks y'all. For us. Uh, and.
This has been a BitPlayers podcast, bitplayers.net.